This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Sephora stores are everywhere you are. So just pop in when you need a brown lip to match your 90s playlist, a confidence boost before your interview, or a last-minute gift for mom's birthday. There's always a Sephora near you. Just pop in. Use our store locator to find your local Sephora or Sephora at Kohl's. Hey there, guys. Welcome back to Pure Skip Talk. My name is Devin MacArthur, and I'll be your host for today. Just kidding. I don't know why I said that, but... You know, it's that intro. What do you do? Hi, my name is Devin. Welcome to Pure Skin Talk. What are we supposed to say? I don't know, but that's what I say. Here I am, ready to do another episode for you guys. I'm recording this before Thanksgiving, but I know it's not coming out until after Thanksgiving. And I just want to say, I hope you guys all had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I hope you didn't eat too much, but just enough to satisfy and make you happy. I hope you got lots of deals from Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Hopefully you took advantage of some of the deals I had going on. And I think that's about it. I mean, (laughs) we've got December here already. We got a month to go. And it's going to be a really, really crazy month for me. But I'm pretty sure it's a crazy month for everybody. I just have a couple extra things going on this year. You know, timing, sometimes you can't plan everything. Sometimes things just happen. And that's the way it is. So here we are. And we got a month left of the year. And I don't know. I don't know what I'm hoping for 2023. Something. Something better, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, I'm going to start doing something different. And I may not do this every episode. It'll just kind of depend on what I've got going on. But I get emails from people or I'll even offer to help people quickly with their routine. Like I'm going to take just a few minutes of my time. You know, if I... Because sometimes I'll talk to people on Facebook or Instagram or something. People just have like a question about their skin. And if I happen to have a little bit of extra time, then I will help them for free. Don't do that often, but I do do it sometimes. And I kind of love it because it does, it, it's just another opportunity for me to learn. And I even will learn about new products or just kind of what people are doing out there. And I like that. I like any chance I can, I can get to learn. And I think that helping somebody with their skin, even if it's just for a few minutes, it's just, I'm going to learn something from it. So What I thought I would do is take that information, explain to you guys about this client and what I said to help. And if you're an esthetician, then this possibly could help you. If you are a consumer, then this definitely could help you too. Maybe it's something you're doing that then you learn why you shouldn't be doing it. I don't know. I just thought everybody could probably, you know, possibly learn something from it. 
So I'm going to add that today because I have a I have a client or not a client. I had somebody reach out to me and I helped them with their with their skin. So no names, everything's, you know, it's all hidden. I'm not going to tell anybody secrets. But that's what we're going to do today. So I'm going to start with that story and then we're going to get into this episode today. So let's just do it, guys. Let's go. Right. So I had this person reach out to me and this actually came from Facebook and she messaged me first and she said, hey, I have this issue. Could you help me? Just give me some kind of direction. She's already seen an esthetician, but she just felt like her skin wasn't getting better. She didn't understand why. And so she just wanted some guidance. And I was like, you know, whatever, that's fine. I can help. So she sends me an email and She sends me pictures of her skin and she gave me all the details of what's going on. And what was really awesome is she told me everything. So I didn't have to like go back and forth and ask a bunch of questions. She gave me all the information in one email, pictures of her skin, pictures of the product she's using and detailed information about what she's done, what she's doing and what her esthetician has has told her. So, you know, when I get emails like that, it's so much easier to help somebody because I have all the information right there and I don't have to do the back and forth because I don't always have time for the back and forth. And I don't always remember because I do, I have a lot of clients. I have to be in the treatment room. I do this podcast, I social media, like skincare consultations, you know, it's just a lot's going on. And so if I get all the information in one email, it's super, super helpful. Okay. So this girl emails me. She says that she thinks it's hormonal acne that she's dealing with. That's what her esthetician told her. She's using these products, which I'll tell you more about. And she her skin's not getting better. And she can't figure out why her skin's not getting better. You know, and and I understand because when you're seeing an esthetician, you're thinking like, okay, this person's going to help me and everything is going to be to be good. And she's in her late 20s. So she's young. And so hormonal acne definitely can be an issue. She told me some of the things that she's tried, like she gave up gluten and, you know, whatever, stuff like that. And she's tried some of these products. Anyway, it's just nothing, nothing's really working. So she just reached out to me. Okay. So she had mentioned that she had, was on a retinol recently. Her esthetician put her on that in, I think like September or something. And she didn't love it. So she took herself off of it because she said it just wasn't doing good for her. For her, You know, retinol you have to get used to. So there's a process. And she didn't want to go through the process, which is fine, which is why I have an alternative to, to retinol. I love my rejuvenator because people don't have to go through the process of their skin getting used to a retinol. Rejuvenator, you'll get the same results, just... It takes a little bit longer, but you don't have any of that downtime or getting used to a product thing. Okay, so so now I've, I've given you the, the background. And so this is what she was using on her skin. A cleanser, just a fine cleanser, like nothing, nothing special. She was using one of those Foreo, F-O-R-E-O, the skin scrubbers, which is like a, like a silicone brush. She was doing that every morning and every night. Then she was using these glycolic salicylic pads. And she was also doing that morning and night. So twice a day. 
And then she had a moisturizer and she was using a sunscreen. Like, so that was great. And then, like I said, she tried the retinol, but she just didn't enjoy the reaction she was getting. So she stopped doing that. Now, hopefully, if you guys have been listening to me long enough, you already know what I'm going to say. Hopefully. Hopefully, you've learned enough from me that you already know what I'm going to say. So the skin scrubber, that's a form of exfoliation. Doing it twice a day. I don't care how gentle somebody tells you it is. Twice a day is too much. I have a cone jack sponge that is super soft, super gentle on the skin. And I mean, it doesn't even really feel like you're exfoliating. It's so gentle, but it is. And I don't let my clients use that twice a day. I, you know, three to four times a week, two to four, really, depending on the client. So it's a form of exfoliation and using it twice a day is bad. Not only that, using it in the morning, you know, remember daytime is about protecting your skin. Well, if you're exfoliating, you're stripping, you're taking. Then let's talk about those pads. They have glycolic acid and salicylic acid. So again, exfoliation, it's a chemical exfoliation, but we're still exfoliating the skin. My guess is too, those pads like that usually have a little bit of texture to them. So that can, that can give you a little bit of physical exfoliation too. I don't know what they feel like, but that's just my guess based on experience with pads like that. Uh, similarly, they could be soft. Even if they're soft, it doesn't matter. Okay, so she's using those twice a day. That is way too much. Pads like that, I have something kind of similar and... I have clients use them again two to four times a week unless we're going through a peel series and then maybe I'll have you use them more often, but definitely not twice a day. Then, so you look at those two products and you're like, okay, that's already just too much for the skin. Then I'm realizing she doesn't have any hydration in her routine. So she's not giving back to her skin. Remember, moisturizer doesn't necessarily hydrate the skin. It will protect the skin And it will lock in hydration, but you got to give your skin the hydration for it to lock in. So she's taking, taking, taking and not doing anything to replenish her skin, to nurture her skin, to give it the good things. And then imagine throwing in a retinol at night. I mean, it's just so much is going on. Her skin doesn't have a chance to heal because every day she's hitting it with something. Listen, I don't blame her. So this is nothing against this person that reached out to me. This is all about, first of all, the esthetician should have noticed that this is just way too much. And why aren't we giving her hydration? Even if you don't like, you know, your clients aren't always going to buy from you and they're not always going to buy everything from you. But I'm not saying you have to, as an esthetician, you don't have to be like, well, go buy this instead. Like, I understand why you wouldn't want to do that. But it's important to explain to your client why they need hydration. So then that at least if they're not going to buy it from you, then they will go on their own and get hydration for their skin. Because remember, hydration is the key to everything anti-aging, acne, whatever it is, hydration helps the skin. So she's stripping, 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 and then she's adding in the retinol. So I explained to her, basically everything I'm telling you guys is what I told her. Too much of the pads, too much of the scrubber, retinol is fine if she wants to take it or leave it, whatever, but she's got to give her skin hydration. So I got an email back from her and she said, 
that she was stopping the, oh, I, I should, it wasn't a retinol, it was like tretinol, tretinoin gel, which is, you know, baby, basically the same thing. So I just want to clarify. So she has, I think what's today. So I think she's maybe done her skin like two or three times. And she says that she already sees an improvement in her skin. So that tells you right there that what she was doing was way too much if her skin is already improving. So it can be as simple as just adjusting the routine. It's not necessarily that the products are bad. It's just too much of of the same things. And so it just it doesn't give the skin a chance to heal. So all all I did was this is I would I wouldn't do this twice a day. I wouldn't do this. We don't I don't like to exfoliate in the morning. And she took those and already changed already sees a difference in her skin. So, you know, it's interesting. I mean, this is why I love doing this so much because it is I love getting an email back and saying like already seeing improvement. Perfect. That's what we want. So just remember that, especially when you're dealing with acne, and a lot of people will think, if I do more of this, the acne is going to go away faster. And it's just not how it works. I wish it did, but it's not. So you still have to go at the same pace and hydrate your skin and get it to a get it to just a healthier and healthier place. She just needs more hydration. So I think she's on the right path. Hopefully, I'll hear from her again because I'm just curious to see how the rest is going. You know, it didn't take me much time to help her, so I was I was happy to do it. And it does it frustrates me and bothers me when I know that she's talked to another esthetician and that esthetician has been kind of steering her in the wrong direction. Now, people sometimes will misunderstand or people will still do their own thing. So it's possible it's not the esthetician's fault based on the information I got from her. It sounds like she didn't lead her in the in the right direction. Now, this is another reason why when I have a new client, I write everything down. I have the prescription sheet so people go home with that and they know exactly when to use the products, how often to use the products. And then I have accompanying cards that will explain how to use specific products that might be more complicated. For instance, the retinol scrub that I have that I love. I send it a card with that because there's different ways that that scrub slash mask can be used. And I want to be able to explain that. Now, if I just were to tell everybody, every new client I talk to, and I give them all this information, this is how you use the scrub. This is how you use the rejuvenator. If I just verbally tell them, they're going to forget. You're just going to forget because it's too much information. And not even just too much information, it's too much new information. And so I have been the client before, you know? And so I know what it's like to get home and have new products and just be like, what? What am I supposed to do? And so then you don't do it, or maybe you experiment, but then it doesn't work well because you don't really know what you're doing, or those products just go under the bathroom counter. So that's why I explain everything to everybody and then let everybody know that my I have an open door policy. Please talk to me if you have questions. So I don't want my clients to hesitate reaching out to me because I want to help them. I want them to have better skin. So that's the way I know I go, I do too much. I know that, but I'm comfortable with that. 
because I want to make sure that my clients know what they're doing. I don't have many returns, and that's part of the reason. And it's just, I, I, I just, I like doing it this way. And maybe some people think I'm crazy, but I'm okay with that too. Anyways, okay, so there you go. I thought, hopefully, you guys got something out of that story, but there it is. That is what happens when a client reaches out to me, then I do what I can to help them because I don't want anybody to have bad skin. All right, so now let's talk about jojoba beads. That is J-O-J-O-B-A beads. You find them in scrubs. So let's talk about it. What are they? Basically, they are a hardened form of the same wax used to make jojoba oil. They are a popular skincare ingredient because they have the ability to soften and moisturize the skin. One of the best things about these beads is that they are fully customizable. You can control the size, shape, and even the firmness of the bead. When using other granules and scrubs, their shape is unpredictable, and that can result in fragments rather than beads that can create micro tears in the skin. And the more these sharp particles are used, the more irritation and barrier damage. Jojoba beads will never scratch or damage the skin. They are even biodegradable. Back in 2015, plastic microbeads were banned because they ended up in oceans and lakes, disrupting wildlife and potentially contaminating the water. When using a scrub with jojoba beads, take your time. They don't work as fast as getting rid of the dead skin like those sharper granules, sugar, walnut shells, etc. But that's a good thing because obviously, like I said before, we don't want to create micro tears or anything like that in the skin. So take your time when using a scrub with jojoba beads. One of my favorite products is the 2% retinol scrub that I have. It's amazing. It's gentle. And even my acne clients can use it because it's not going to scratch at their acne and spread bacteria. And I also recommend it to my clients to use as a mask because it can be used both ways. You scrub for about 45 seconds to a minute, and then you're going to leave on for about 10 minutes. And I always tell people, do this in the shower because you'll be able to remove it more easily. Plus, that steam from the water will kind of help penetrate that mask, that scrub, deeper into the skin. So I always do my face first, do everything else I need to do in the shower. And then when I'm going to remove it, I make sure the water is not hot. And then I remove the scrub off my face. And that way it's had time to you know, sit on my skin and do what it needs to do. I love it. So anyways. Okay, so that's it with jojoba beads. That's why people use them. That's why people love them because they're amazing and they're not bad for the skin, nor are they bad for the environment. Okay, so we're going to talk about grapeseed oil just for just for a minute um, because I, I think I mentioned this oil on every single episode. But so I've been recommending this oil for about 10 years now. It's something I have my clients use every night as the last product applied. This is still good to do. But 
Lately, I have a tr- I have tried applying moisturizer on top of the oil to see if I like that for my skin. And you know what? I do. I really like it. I originally didn't have people do this because I didn't want you to have to use another product. And I was trying to save money, have my clients save money. So you still can leave grapeseed oil on as the last step and get on with your with your night. You don't have to do that. But I do have clients that already put the moisturizer on top because they don't like the final step of the oil. That's fine too. But just know that if you don't like the feel of the oil, if you feel like just it's sitting on your skin, you don't want that, put a moisturizer. Just the one you use during the day is fine. If it has sunscreen in it, then you do need to get a different moisturizer. But it's it's just great to put on top if if you want it. So that your skin maybe won't feel so oily or greasy or whatever the the word is. So just a little side note, if you want to start doing that instead, I've been doing it every night and I really like it. And this took me like 10 years to figure this out, that I would actually like this. But I I tell you guys all the time, I don't want to spend money on products that I don't have to. So if I can find a way to save, I'm going to. But anyways, I like the moisturizer on top. So now I've been doing that. Okay, so the next thing we're going to talk about is microcurrent treatments. Now, I think this is, I've talked about this in other episodes, but I wanted to really go into a little bit more detail because I really do believe that this is an underrated device, underrated service, because you can get this done professionally too. And I think it's because it takes time to actually get the results. And let's face it, people don't want to wait. You can get this service done by a professional and they should be, they better be, using a professional device. You will get faster results, but you have to go in frequently in the beginning, and then you can go into maintenance mode so you don't maintenance mode so you don't have to go back as often. But at the beginning, you do have to go a lot. Now, I have found, at least with my clients, they don't want to do this, nor do they have time. So I, I mean, I, I I get all that because I wouldn't want to go into somebody a few times a week and 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 do that. So the great thing about microcurrent though is you can now do this at home, and it, the results might take a little bit longer, but you're still going to get those results, and it's so easy to do. We have 53 muscles in our face, and two of them we can exercise. So how does it work? When used consistently and correctly, you get amazing results. This does not replace the facelift, but it certainly can push it back a few years. It works to stimulate muscles in the face. The current will contract and strengthen weak muscles that have atrophied with age. These devices use low-level currents to stimulate the natural currents throughout the body. The waves it gives off are able to penetrate through the skin and work the muscles. So it's like a workout for your face. Not the same as face yoga. Please don't do that. It is also great for those that get Botox. It keeps those muscles stimulated so they don't weaken. It's important to remember that microcurrent works on the muscles and not the skin. So it's not going to have much effect on sun-damaged or loose skin. Side note, that's where microneedling, microchanneling comes in. And again, I'm going to reiterate, not the same as face yoga. Face yoga is actually bad for the skin. I do have a microcurrent device available on my website if you're interested. 
it was on sale, hopefully. I'll probably put it on sale again in December. Not, I mean, just to be honest, because why not? It's the holidays. Okay. So that's it. I love microcurrent. I think it's a great... I admit that I get lazy with it. I don't use it enough. I need to. But when I have done it, I, I just I like the results. It just... My face just feels like everything's a little bit more lifted. And since I don't get Botox, you know, I, I, gotta, I gotta do what I can <laughs> to make it all work for me because I don't want to get Botox. Okay. So the next thing we're going to talk about is... Is tap water a problem for your skin? Now, this is not a problem for most people out there, but I think that when people are trying to figure out what is wrong with their skin, this comes up. I've had people ask me about it, so let's talk about it. Tap water contains minerals, sodium, calcium, and magnesium. Sometimes there can be trace amounts of copper, iron, potassium, and zinc as well. Minerals are basically harmless, But when they come in contact with surfactants in our cleansers, they can create soap scum. Now, I can go into the science part of it, but it becomes a little complicated and I don't think it's necessary. So if you've seen this soap scum before, which I'm sure you have, faucet sinks, shower doors, this residue can end up on your face. And this residue can then cause problems for your skin. Besides it just being gross. I mean, who wants that on your face? You can get damaged moisture barrier, dryness, dehydration, texture problem, and even clogged pores. Okay, so what can you do? Always use a toner after cleansing. This is one of the reasons I have said since day one, you need to use a toner. If you actually think this could be a problem for you, sometimes people with rosacea or eczema have found this helpful. You can switch to distilled water. Try this for a couple of weeks and see if you notice a difference in your skin. If you do, then we know it's the water. You can also invest in a water softener or filter. Now, I want to reiterate, this is not a common problem. Most do not have an issue with their tap water. Like I said at the beginning, I'm bringing it up because people do ask me about it. So I'm not bringing it up because I think that this is going to help even 50% of the population. This might help 5%, maybe 10. So it's not a common problem. You know, I, I feel like when we have an issue with their skin, we're always looking for what, what's, if this product's not working, then what's, what's the other issue? What's the underlying? And so possibly it could be your water. Try the distilled water. See what happens. Okay. So the next thing we're going to talk about are ice baths. I feel like these are getting more popular. And it's not just dunking your face in water, in ice water, I should say, but also using frozen cucumber or frozen aloe on the skin. And while there are some temporary benefits there are more reasons not to do this on your face. They will not shrink your pores. I've said this a million times at least that pores do not open and close and they will not shrink. Microneedling can help for sure, but most things, not ice, will only help the appearance of the pores. The ice bath will tighten your face, but that is not the kind of tightening we want. That is actually irritation and your skin reacting to the trauma from the extreme cold. 
It will also strip away moisture and that can lead to patchy, uneven skin. It's certainly not going to help with wrinkles. Hydration is the key to anti-aging. And I just explained how this will strip moisture from the skin, doing the exact opposite of what we want. And one of the biggest claims is that it will give you a radiant complexion. Nope, it's not gonna do that. They say that it helps because the blood vessels constrict and that increases blood flow. Actually, that doesn't happen. When blood vessels constrict, blood flow is decreased and it restricts essential nutrients from reaching your skin. Freezing your face can also burst capillaries. You know those red lines on your face that never go away? They're caused by trauma to the skin. So something like an ice bath or you know, people get them from allergies or alcoholics get them like on their nose a lot. So I'm just not for the ice bath. I'm not for, you know, they have ice rollers and stuff like that. A little bit is fine. But like I said earlier, people just, if they get results, they'd want to do more of it, more of it, more of it. And so there's a lot of things that I just say no to because people don't have self-control. And I, listen, I understand that. Trust me. Somebody tells me, do this because it's going to make you, you know, lose 50 pounds in a month. I'm like, sign me up, baby. Let me do it. But we all know that's not how our bodies work. That's not going to, you know. So an ice roller every once in a while to maybe take down some inflammation, puffy eyes, stuff like that. That's fine. Or a bag of frozen peas will do the same darn thing. But I wouldn't dunk your face. I wouldn't rub it for 20 minutes with ice or frozen cucumber or frozen aloe or whatever, popsicle, whatever people are doing. We just, we got to calm down on that because it's not going to solve the problems that we would like it to. So, all right, you guys. So that's it for today. I hope all that was helpful. I hope you guys learned some things today and I hope you're all doing well and we will talk again next week. Have a good one, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening today. Don't forget to follow me on social media at PureSkinOC. I post lots of skincare tips and videos. You can find me at TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And of course, you can always visit my website and my online store. If you're local and interested in receiving one of my treatments, all of my services are on there and you can even book from there too. You can also find my skincare coaching if you want to have a virtual consultation with me so that I can help you with your skin. And lastly, but so important. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Besides sharing it with your friends and family, this is the best way to help it grow. Thanks so much, and I hope you have a wonderful week. Until next time.